Restoration Church podcast, Behind the Sermon, where we get to sit in on a conversation between our pastors to hear about what they are learning, what they are teaching, and what God is doing throughout our church. Enjoy the podcast. Well, hello, church. Welcome to the Behind the Sermon podcast. I am here with Pastor Stephen. Yeah, yeah. And our worship director of our Dover location, Charlotte Hickey. Hi. I've never introduced you full name. Yeah, it's normally so just formal. intern. Yeah. Hey, no, I'm hey. being I'm being respectful. Yeah. You have a you have a job that you do here that you do an amazing job at. Welcome, Charlotte. Well, it's your first time. time. Celebration. Time. Oh, yeah. It's the second time she's on it. So in case, uh, whenever we want to sound legit and we reference our engineer, it's, it's Charlotte. It's but, just me behind the scenes. You know, we did, now that we have you on it, though, Pastor Nate at our, uh, at our gathering we had this weekend did talk through, which we need to make public on the podcast, too. This entire podcast is like, is your... Well, it's not, it wasn't your idea, but when it was like, hey, let's do this. You were like, yes, let's do it. And pretty much the only reason why we're at however many episodes we're at that isn't 10. This is 43. This is the 43rd <laughs> episode. The only reason why we're there is because you're consistent and awesome. So thank you for keeping a dream alive. You're welcome. I'll try my best to continue that. Heck yeah. Uh, well, uh, Halloween is over. Merry Christmas. It's anyone, coming up. Anyone got their Christmas decor out yet? I don't decorate. <laughs> Charlotte, high five. <laughs> well, um, yeah. I have one blanket why that you, I pull out. Why don't you take the birth of our Lord and Savior a little more seriously? Oh, wow. <laughs> I mean, out. <laughs> I did. Um, I've, I've, I have not decorated yet, but Haley and I, we talked about it two days ago in the car. She's like, man, I know I'm rushing it, but I really want to start decorating for Christmas. I'm like, if you do it, I'll do it. Like, I'll go with you. I'll do it. We can go to Hobby Lobby and just go spend money we don't have <laughs> and decorate for Christmas. <laughs> I was all about it. Then this morning, as I left, Haley called me and said, did you hype the kids up for Christmas? And I said, no, I didn't at all. They're running around singing jingle bells for no reason. I'm like, it's time. Our whole family knows. <laughs> Your family's Christ- just ingrained with the Christmas spirit yeah, now. Just- Halloween is over. All right, Christmas hits. Let's go. They just know it. Yeah. Yep. Well, there are people out there like that for Halloween that are like, I don't care that it's summer. I'm getting ready for Halloween. Like, but <laughs> I'm very into it. Like, I'll do the same thing. I'll I'll explode with joy for Christmas. Heck yeah. I just love it. I like Thanksgiving. That's my go-to. Mostly because it's centered around food. So I like to eat. Yep. Yeah. We'll probably talk about Christmas traditions when it's actually the Christmas season. So I was about to ask you. It is now the Christmas you, season. That is time. It, well, let's be honest. In the church world. July. It, it's, been, it's been kind of Christmas season for a while. A long time. Like it's just in the back burner. Yeah. It's always the season. Once Easter passes. <laughs> Church leadership has to be like, all right, what are we doing for Christmas, Christmas. now? <laughs> Which uh, I'm, I am, I'm excited for. Me too. Me too. Travis, not. Anyway, I'm just kidding. Sorry, wow. I don't want to talk for you. <laughs> um, how was your week, guys? Really good. Yeah, it's been a fun week. Uh, just planning, as is 
planning for Christmas, actually. Yeah. Nice, getting ready for it. Yeah, getting ready. And uh, this year, this year it's fun because each location get to do their their own. Yeah. So being, I think being creative with that. Yeah, it'll be fun. We're, um, we're almost just for like decentralizing this year a little bit of like, hey, we got some guidelines. Keep it sharp. Keep it crisp. But just see what you can do. And yeah, I'm pretty excited for that. And when too. we were talking through the team, they were like, "This is hard." <laughs> for me, it was like, "Yeah, you know, let's have fun." But then they were like, "Oh, this is gonna be hard. We don't have anything to set the bar. Like, you know, yeah. go with it." So, as a side note, though, we do have the graphics, so we can cheat and just oh. try and copy copy the graph. That that but, should answer all of your questions actually just the graphic. It's actually black and white and really hard to understand <laughs> what the theme might be, but it's really artsy. Oh boy. It's really artsy. But That's how nice. did uh how did Sunday go for you in Plymouth? I mean, it was had, good. We had baby dedications. We did uh, we did three families, three nice. babies. Yep. One couldn't make it. So oh, yeah, you had four families? Four up? families signed up. Wow. That's yeah. Nice. That was good. And uh and getting them excited for Kingdom Builders, the Miracle Offering. Yeah. You know, yeah, it's just coming pushing, up real quick. Yeah, it's coming yeah, up. It's so coming up. I've been super excited about that. Pushing through it and uh, yeah, mission casting. So I'm excited. How many, how many came to your next steps? We had seven people come to our next steps class. Nice. Wow. And three took their next steps. Awesome. That's cool. That's sweet. Yeah. So, and I, I get the other rest. They were like kind of like new yeah, so it's like, like they were like last soon, week like- or like two weeks, <laughs> and I was like, glad you signed up, but you know, like they have not gotten the yeah. experience and stuff like that. So, which makes sense. Like you still attended. That's that's a win. Yeah, uh, yeah. We we had a good turnout. We had more than signed up. I think we ended up having seven that came to ours. Um, but one one guy in particular, I'm really excited about. Got to talk to him for a bit. But his was the same. He showed up the week prior. Came to next step and he joined a circle. I heard he's an Indian. Yeah, he's excited to meet you. Yeah, I, was, I, I, I just I just heard about it yesterday and I was like, bro, we should like hook me up. Like, <laughs> I'll get you his number because we gotta meet. Because he, yeah, he was talking to Pastor Nate about wanting to meet some more people that you know had his kind of background. And yeah, then, so yeah, yeah. he's like, oh, we have Pastor Stephen, you know, <laughs> yeah, and, and he was just like, oh, could I? I need to get his number. And, That's wild. Yeah. That's why they're all coming to you now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so if you stumbled upon this uh, this podcast, um, welcome to church. We're glad you're here, and we're talking about you because we're so excited that you're attending church. I'm not gonna right. say your name because that would be a breach of privacy. Yes, sir. <laughs> but yeah, it's it's been fun week. Yeah, you know Sundays and uh, people coming back and people just getting engaged to the church. I loved this week for for a number of different reasons. Um, uh, one, I, I love, um, I love hosts, you know, doing the kingdom builders dinner. So if, in case you didn't, you don't know about that. It's a time where, you know, kind of all of us who are really sold into body the kingdom builders, people who have been giving consistently or, or even just given every now and then and being a part of it. Like we got to host them, have some dinner and, and share with them some stuff that we're going to share with the church in two weeks. Yeah. Yeah. So either way we got to kind of view all that ahead of time. So that was really fun. Mm. And I loved, you know, it could have been stressful 
that we had a Sunday where we had next steps. We had seven people decide to take the next steps and we decided to do a baby dedication the same Sunday. But dang it, across three locations, we had a pastor dedicating kids and someone teaching a next steps class. That was a win. And like, oh man, that's so awesome. I don't like, think we ne- ever tried tried it that way. No, yeah, I, so. but I loved it because one, it forced us to to grow some leaders, right? To get some leaders to take mm-hmm. it over. But um, to me, it just it felt like the ultimate uh, together <clears throat> value. It was like, oh man, something in there is happening. Right. That previously, that was like the pastor had to do it. Yeah. But now it's like, oh, we're just gonna we're just he hanging out. And we're getting our stuff done and. I stopped in like right before I went out for dedications, mm. did a little, hey, welcome, blah, blah, blah. Here's Donnie, he's teaching. And then the music was too loud, so I left to go turn it down in the <laughs> in the other room that was close to the where Next Step was. And I just was like, I'm not going back in now. I feel like I handed it off well. And yeah, it's, it was just fun. Yeah, it was, it was really, I'm glad that happened. Yeah. You know, it was... It's it's interesting how it equally it happens in every three location. It just amazes me all the time, like how God does it in three locations yeah. the same way. You know, it's, yeah. it's different, but it's not. Yeah, you know, so it's God is on the move, and I think church is growing to the. I'm so excited for next year. I'm just yeah, it's gonna be good. I think for <clears throat> from my perspective, like it's 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 exciting because like we can hold a church, a complete church service and have a special element in it where it's like, we're taking the next step for a, one specific group of people, but in the other room, like mm. the entire church is kind of taken care of. So we've got new people who are coming in and trying to find where their fit is in how to get more involved. Right. And then we still have our church service going on. So yeah. other people can still go and further their faith in, in the way that they need. So yeah, exactly. I think it's cool. See. Yeah. And it's not like, it's not like, you know, something God's doing in our church that I love is I feel like there's this leadership step up that's mm-hmm. been happening with our volunteers. It's not like we just threw anyone into teaching or right. anyone into dedications. Right. Like the pastor of that location got to do the dedications. Right. And, and really some of our top leaders were right. the ones teaching next steps. They have capacity to step off their teams for Sunday and do it. Right. It was just, it's just cool. Amazing how God turns a normal person into leader and better leader, best leader. And, you know, it's nice to see that growth. Like, you know, like for me, like seeing Beth do it, Mm. just seeing her, how she came in for Sunday and where she's at now. It's just amazing to see that growth. And now I'm like, can you do it? She's like, heck yeah. You know, one of the top leaders at our church. So it's, it's amazing. It brings joy that, you know, God is doing something in their hearts and yeah. we get to witness that. Yeah, absolutely. I think we see like just even within this week's message, we we actually, we, we are fortunate enough to have quite a bit of, of leaders here and even the volunteers here that um, hearing this message from Pastor Nate wasn't for them um, like, oh, wait a minute, like that's how I'm supposed to view ministry? Oh, wait, like I feel like this is something that's like kind of caught on Mm. in a lot of our volunteers. Like I want to do ministry, um, but I get, I'm not two different people. I'm not my ministry self and my work self. I need to arrange my whole life to be 
the Jesus centered mm. self that I need to be. And, right. um, I really liked that. And I really liked that aspect of this with, um, with kingdom builders. I don't understand how Nate is so good at doing the same sermon series three years in a row and having a new story <laughs> to tell and a new, new scripture, new lessons. Like, yeah. Just crazy to me that he's able to do that. He's creative that that way. <laughs> he's creative like sermon writing. Yep. He's just too creative. Like he'll bring elements to it that uh, personally, like I've, I haven't seen other people bring. Yeah. You know, just talking through it. Um, like we listened about bringing Jesus into a workplace. I think we, he preached that this year. Yeah. Bringing, yep. Yeah, we had the office series. Yeah. That was last year. Last oh, year. Oh, that was last year. That was last year. Oh, yeah. My so he preached about it, but he wasn't he didn't preach about this. Yeah. Yeah, like <laughs> you know? what the heck? So And some of it is um, you know, just like this series it, I know for him was very um, you know, he's not on today, so we got to kind of talk for him. Um was uh very um like God inspired. Yeah. I remember him talking through cause we were away at planning retreat and I've said this like a couple of times now at the end of the year is coming that it's like, Oh yeah, we spent so long thinking about the future. I forgot now existed. Yeah, <laughs> like yeah. I yeah. forgot I still have things to do today. Mm. <laughs> and so we're sitting at planning retreat. I don't remember if you, if we said this last week on the podcast, uh, I don't sitting around talking about planning retreat, talking about sermons yeah, all this stuff, and then finally someone mentioned, "Well, what's the focus on for this series?" And, and he's he was like, like oh, "I have to preach this weekend, <laughs> right?" And so it's like, "Oh, we went too far ahead." But um, he but told yeah. me, um, just praying, working through it. God woke him up. The yeah, night middle of talk, night. Talk about Nehemiah. Yeah, and so you know, as much as I want to just pat Nate on the back for it, obviously, yeah, God is the creative one. And we're just fortunate enough to have a pastor that like listens yeah. and, and moves I that agree. way. Yeah. Which is inspiring. Pretty inspiring. Wake up. I know. Enough sleeping. I gotta hear Start it. Start writing your sermon. <laughs> Lord, wake, wake me up at 3 a.m. for oh my boy. sermon on the 27th. Oh, jeez. Oh, you are preaching. <laughs> yeah. That would be sick. I'm preaching on the 27th. I'm ready, Lord. Wake me up. <laughs> Tell me what it is. But um, what stood out to you guys this week in this I, message? I think, uh, no, I'll have Charlotte speak. I, Charlotte. Oh, okay. Um, for me, a lot of it was just like looking a lot of times, I guess from my perspective, I hear a lot of people who separate ministry and work. Mm. And I've been trying to bridge the gap, like just for people that I am like in my circle, we're having, we've had a lot of those conversations, but I think it's it's a good thing to be able to like bridge the gap between like, it's not work and then ministry and it's not like ministry separate from your work. Mm. Like, yes, like there's there's like vocational ministry and then there's like, you, you just have a job, but like your ministry doesn't stop when you leave the church or you, like your ministry doesn't begin when you get to your, your job or whatever. Right. Like there's a lot that goes into not only preparing yourself and also just continuing to love the people around you. Um, but I think it's a necessary thing that I think a lot of people miss mm. because a lot of people just think, 
oh, if I don't have leadership in the church, then I don't have a ministry. Or if I am not like at a job where I can talk about God, um, then I don't have a ministry. And I think it's just, you can make anything a ministry and it's just everywhere at all, all the times. And that for me is, it's an encouragement. And that was like the biggest thing is like, just keep going Mm. and keep chasing after what like Jesus has called you to. And don't just stop because you run into a little hurdle. So. Right. That was, yeah. Yeah. That's That's awesome. (laughs) Do you feel like that's part of um, the idea of, like uh, we kind of celebrate now as a culture, we talk about like having the work-life balance and almost, you know, it's like um, the new, the show on Apple TV severance where they separate their memories from work and life because like, wouldn't that be perfect if I didn't remember going to work? Um, And, you know, I just feel like that's part of it is like, oh, yeah, I just mentally check into a different version of me at work so I can get through it. I think part of it's culture, like American culture is very much like you work yourself into the ground and you just are Mm. constantly busy. You're constantly doing something. And part of that is people trying to combat that where it's like, hey, I'm going to step into this thing now. So I have to put on like this hat and only wear that hat and only do that thing. Yeah. And I think it's gotten a little too far on the pendulum swing where yeah. it's it's like, hey, I, once I leave church, I'm done with church. Now I got to go to my job. Okay, I can't bring this into my job in this way, so I can't just bring it at all. There's like no crossover anymore. And I think that's something we're missing out in this day and age a lot. But I, I think people are starting to catch on. It's like, no, you can do both. Right. And you should have healthy boundaries in all things. But figuring out what that looks like for you and how to do it in a in in a Christ-like manner right. is, is the problem. Right. That's the hard part. I like uh, I like the small bullet points that Pastor Nia was giving, like what precedes how. Oh, yeah. Um, a divine vision requires divine interventions. Um, small points, but <clears throat> a really big impact, uh, uh, you know, and I love the fact that he was talking about uh, you know, bringing Jesus into your workplace and not be, uh, not think about that twice. Like uh, I think it as this way. I am, I am the ministry that people will see. Mm. We, uh, I've heard, I've heard this many preachers preach like you'll be the Jesus that other people's yeah right i i've heard it too like you're the most bible anyone could ever read Read. or something like that something like like, yeah so you are the ministry you are the church that they will ever enter into right yeah you know so you know thinking through it whether you're working in starbucks or whether you're working as a teacher are you bringing the church to them yeah you don't have to like hey pull their neck and get them to church (laughs) but are you being that to them in your workplace? Mm. And I think through that, uh, as you were saying, uh, saying Charlotte, the culture is so hard, right? So hard that they don't accept it. You know, They don't accept things like that, but uh, are we still willing to do that? That's the question. Are we still letting God use us in those situations? I know I talked to it, teacher uh, and uh, you know they were saying just you know they cannot talk about Jesus in 
their in their workplace mm. and so what they do is they they wear like big cross chains to <laughs> if let- i can get someone <laughs> to ask me about it right because yeah. that's all idea like oh yeah. i can't bring it up but if they want to ask you know just yeah you know uh having them yep. come up then talk about it just creative yep. you know like all right i'm going to wear you know, whatever, or I'm just going to have my backpack say whatever, you know, just, or, oh, that's a cool bag. Like, where did you, oh, yep. okay, my church gave me or whatever, you know. So just, you know, doing those things and like, wow, you know, just, but being bold enough to, to, wear, do, that. to do that, uh, it's our responsibility for other people to see the church in us. Yeah. I think there's a lot to be said too, like, we are made holy, right? And that's the idea of being set apart. People notice, like genuinely people notice. Like I remember I was I was in like a, a college class at one point and I just remember someone came up to me and they were just like, you're just, you're different. I don't get it. Like there's just something different that I just don't know about you. It's not like you do anything that's like super out there but like just the way you present yourself and the way that like the standards that you hold and just the way that you, you bring an energy into the room that I just can't explain. Mm. Um, And I think a lot of that has to do with like, are you, are you walking in the spirit and are you like enabling like, okay, I'm just going to pray before I walk into the room and just say, Hey Jesus, like give me the opportunity to speak and like do these things. But people notice they, they, they can sense it. And I think we just, we got to be more open to that in ourselves. You just, you guys talking was, I was thinking through like this idea of how for so long, for so long it was in a lot of the Old Testament before Jesus died. Like it was God's presence in an area was overwhelmingly obvious. I'm protected by a pillar of fire at night. Like that's God's presence around me. Uh, he's so his presence is so tangible in the in the uh, holy of holies. We have mm-hmm. to be clean, do all these ceremonial rituals, and to be close to him. All this stuff, and to realize like that tangible power of God, that tangible presence of God, walks in the room with us when we walk to work. When we enter right. in, like we are now carrying in that same temple. Like that's what's within us. And you think through like that. I feel like the only thing missing is, do we know that? And do we believe that? Right. So he even, Pastor even talked to you, like, we believe, do we fully believe like the idea of like, um, the whole idea of just like when you're walking into a room, like you, you are bringing the presence of God. You might be the only one bringing that in. Yeah. And that's an extremely like important task all of a sudden. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, oh my gosh, like, God wants to be in this place and I'm bringing it here. I'm bringing this temple spirit, this, this, this like, oh, there we go. The mic goes, um, no one saw it, but now I narrated it. So now we know Stephen dropped his mic, um, but we bring that with us. I right. just think that's, um, that's something that I've never really even thought through at, at work. I remember doing little things like same as the teacher, once they ditched dress code at Starbucks, I wore my restoration shirt and hoodie all the time. Mm. 
and part, partly because it's all I wear anyway. Um, <laughs> I'm wearing it right now. <laughs> <laughs> um, it you're just, a, you're an example, just, bro. It just fits so nice. No, you're an example. Wherever yeah. you go, it's the just, equivalent yeah. of your there big you cross. Go. This is my big cross. <laughs> it's a little big fire. R. Um, I swear, I worship Jesus, not the big R, <laughs> not the big R. I worship Jesus. But either way, because it it just can spark things, mm. you know, uh, it just just little conversations and all, and all that that I think are are really uh, are really important. And I think also tagging along with you, uh, I think it's important to to trust God with that. Mm. You know, like uh, Pastor Nate talked about few uh, few people he named Raynad Bonkey, Nehemiah, Paul, and Smith Wigglesworth. He was a plumber, mm. and uh, <clears throat> but at some point in their lives when they had that encounter with. God, they had to let that sink and let Christ increase, and that trust, that that amount of trust in God, was necessary for them to right. see that see that like Reinhard Bonnke, like he won the the whole nation of Africa. Yeah, like his crusades will be millions of people, not like thousands or you know, it's millions. How do you do that? They're There should be a point where he he got that intervention, and he trusted God with that. And a lot of times, you know, I think through even in my life where I like God, it's too much. Like, do I trust you? Like, can I take this next step? Right. You know, like, is it is it going to fail me? Like, double thoughts, right? But not not enough of trust will break that that thing so you know some some might maybe you're working right now and you may have the ministry call in your life that you already know and then maybe god is already hinting you to take that step yeah. and now you're sitting and maybe thinking oh my gosh if i quit my job how do i survive is there enough money to provide can i have a happy married life with yeah. my spouse because God, you're asking me to do this. But there's a whole element of faith and trust in God that if you do this, God will, God will do the rest. He's faithful. He, as as Pastor God is my source. Yeah, He is the ultimate source. He, he has it all. So to know that, fully understand, and you know, walk with it. As you said, walk with that understanding of right. who God is for us, right? That's a big thing. I think we all miss sometimes to trust God hundred percent, trust God fully, and walk in that favor because the favor is already there. But it's our part to walk in that yeah. favor of God. You know, that's good. Yeah. Do you um, one of the points he talked through with, with those with those names that he was going through, one of his main points that he had, had written out too was um, you, you're not responsible for f- pulling off God's vision in your life. Mm-hmm. And I think through, um, I think through there's like, I see both ends of it, right? Like um, people who do, who either believe they need to pull through on it 
all right, God's calling me to this. I have to do X, Y, and Z, all that. But I, but I see some of it on the other end too, to where they think um, God's only responsible for mm-hmm. the vision in their life. And so I, I just feel like it's, it's posing the question different. So I, I did have, a, I was going to ask you guys a question as well, but getting through the idea of like Reynard Bonke, right? He could have said, how the heck am I going to get enough people here? I'll just wait until God tells me how, or I'll just wait until people start talking about needing a crusade, whatever, or, all right, I'm going to find a place that can hold as many as I think God wants me to have. I'm going to invite everyone I can. I'm going to figure it out because God wants it. And so this whole idea of like, while we're, while we're not responsible for pulling it off, we, we are responsible for being obedient towards it. So I didn't know if you guys had ever had a point in your life where either either direction had gone for you. You thought, here's the calling. Let me just wait. And then the calling never followed through. Or here's the calling. Um, I'm going to act like it all depends on me. And then God's like, what are you doing? That's not what I want you to do. Like, have you ever experienced those type of things in your life? I think, uh, yeah, a couple. But I was, I was just thinking through sitting here, uh, thinking about Pastor Nate. Mm. Like God gave him, uh, 2015, God gave him a vision of multi-site. Yeah. Right? He didn't know about multi-site. He did not know much about it, but he trusted God with it, mm. you know? And look at the church now. Yeah. Three locations. Uh, on, how, how many did we have for attendance? Like close to 300, 350, yep. you know? And uh, his... He's not done yet. Yeah. You know, like God's given him vision, but, you know, him being faithful in those things. Right. You know, in one, God found him faithful. So he he gave him another location. Two, he found him faithful. You know, so there is a part and element that we play mm. in those vision to be executed but God gives the open doors in the right times for the people for execution of that vision right. to come in place. Uh, you know, so I was like, yeah, that's a perfect example. Yeah, of, that is. You know, like how it's not our responsibility. It's not Pastor Nate, you know, looking for like all empty buildings in New Hampshire. Right. No, like he will drop it into his hands, you know, like pastors calling him, hey, do you want to merge? Right. Like, where did that come from? He's not chasing after it. Right. But, but God has given Pastor a vision of multi-site and 10 location in yeah. New Hampshire that he has already spoken to God about it. Yeah, absolutely. And now God's like, all right, you, I've seen you faithful and now I'll drop it for execution. But I'll give you all the resources but it's you and your people that are going to execute that plan yeah. for me. Yep. So like you, you were one major influence in Dover. Like you started as like just- uh, Worship. Worship. Yep. And then you made a way, volunteer staff first and then staff. And now like your overall like creative arts and, you know, worship and location pastoring and things like that. Mm it brings that team for execution, right? So I think it's important to have a vision, but having that responsibility to execute that vision yeah. is upon us. 
you may have even talked through, sorry, you, know, you may Go have ahead. even talked through a potential solution of the idea of, of how Pastor Nate approaches those things. When you know the vision that God has for you and you expect that he wants to take care of it, you'll see the hints that God gives. You know what I mean? Like you'll see it. So Pastor Nate's not going and cold calling people. But he'll sit with, you know, with our Plymouth location, sat with the pastor and right. and the pastor's talking about how hard it is. I want to retire, but no one is here to take over. And Nate was just like, hey, if you ever thought about doing multi-site, that's something that I think God's put on my heart. But, you know, it's just a thing. Like, right. that's all he was like. It's the thing I was thinking of. And that pastor just breaks down and, right. and talks to you like, this is, I've been praying for something like this. Right. And so it's like, Nate, Pastor Nate knew the vision that God had for him. Right. And so then he was able to pick up that hint of this guy wants to give the church to someone and can't find a leader right. to give the pastor to. Right. Sorry, my phone has gone off twice during this and recording. <laughs> it's on silent. <laughs> Sorry, I keep forgetting. <laughs> anyway, uh, Charlotte, you had something. Yeah, Sorry. I was going to say, I think it's it's the twofold. It's like immediate obedience, which doesn't necessarily require any action other than yes. Yeah. But then there's also the diligence, right? Mm-hmm. So open hands, open heart kind of mindset where it's like, all right, I know God has called me to this. I don't know what the immediate steps are, but I know I need to at least be open to seeing that mm. and open to receiving that. Yeah, and I think that's super like the, important. The, the twofold because God can call you to something, but it could be something years away or minutes away. Yep. And it's just being open and available to when that timeline is and being prepped and prepared to at any moment, just doing it. And you see that all the time, right? Like, I think the 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 closest one is is looking at Jonah, who doesn't do it, who who's like God's like, hey, I'm calling you to Nineveh, and then he's like, ah, no, yeah. but then God, he's like, I just need you to be open to this, and puts a reality check on him, and eventually he does go, but right, it it's that same like. God will put you in your place when you need to, but at the same time, if you just have open hands, open heart. Mm. It, it's so much easier and mu- much more enjoyable in the process. Yeah. It might not happen when you expect. It also might not ha- happen how, how? Yeah. you expect, right? Yep. You think through a lot different outcomes. God, I thought you were calling me to this precise ministry. Well, no, but every area you thought about in that ministry, you're doing right now in the job you're in or in the you know right. in the position I've put you in. Like you're doing it. You just thought, you just inserted some extra words into yeah. what I told you, like, <laughs> yeah. which I feel like we do. Yeah. Oh, God wants me to do this ministry. It must mean a 501c3 right. nonprofit organization that does this. Well, maybe he's just calling you to live out those characteristics or right. the opposite, you know, who knows? Mm. But um, yeah, I just think that's... um. That's an important piece. Uh, like you said, yeah. like it, it may not happen when, but it also just, it may not happen like, and if you're close, closed fist about it, no, no, it is this ministry. I already picked out a name and it wouldn't yeah. make sense if it was anything else <laughs> with this name. Like I named it Christ's masonry work. Yeah, I need to do bathrooms <laughs> for a living or whatever. Like but he's coming to be a missionary, like whatever. Like it's just not, it's yeah. not going to work that way yeah that's how you work through it i was just thinking through i had an opposite of of something in our lives mine and rinko's we 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 are missionaries we've done missions for last nine years and it's been in our heart and we will do mission mission works 
But uh, uh, I think three years ago, we were determined to go to Africa, start the ministry there and uh, race leaders. We booked seven outdoor crusades. You know, it was all planned. It was all planned. That's our summer vacation going to be. And that's when COVID hit. And we're like, God, what the heck? What the heck? Everything lined up. All the ministries was placed. Uh, Crusades were placed. And we were so excited to go. That was Ringu's first uh, mission abroad oh, other than wow. U.S. Yep. Uh, so I'm I'm excited. We are going as a married couple for the first time. You know, there was a yeah, lot yeah. of elements yeah. to so it. And so much excitement. And then God just shut it down. Just shut it in. And I was like, what on earth? Right. I thought you wanted this to happen. I thought you wanted us to go to Africa and do this. And, and you know, But it was not. But it's still in my heart. It's still in Rinko's heart. Right. As Charlotte, you were talking, it might not be immediate, but it will be. You just have to have that vision in your heart and pray, keep praying about it. And you never know when God opens that door. So now we are not knocking on doors, which is, it's in our hearts. When we pray, we pray about it. God send us, send us there. He want us to make a difference there, you know, stuff mm-hmm. like that. So uh, both ways, the being patient with your vision is necessary to fulfill the vision that God has given you. Mm. I don't know where that came from. <laughs> Write that down. We're giving you the credit. <laughs> <laughs> but it's always necessary, right? We think about all those things that, you know, even Nehemiah, uh, you know, when uh, he heard about the sad news, he, he, he waited and then started asking God for what he needs to do and mm. things like that. So I think we need to sometimes... Uh, sometimes, as you said, Charlotte, it's just a yes and then wait. It's just a yes and wait. Yeah. Um, think about uh, us coming, moving to New Hampshire, just saying yes to Pastor Nate. And I was just thinking through last last week, the conversations, how we started, hiring processes, and uh, where I am right now, it was two different things. Yeah. Two entirely different things. But my yes was always consistent, yeah. you know. So it may not look like it, may not have the right timing, but it might simply mean you saying yes to the vision that God has, you know. So That's so good. Yeah, and I think even talking through um, kind of the way he went through the three Bible truths, we must believe, mm. um, my identity is in Christ, right? You talk through that. So again, like that ties into like the whole idea of like, oh, if I need to start this, I need to I need to be able to call myself. I'm the I'm the 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 founder of yeah of, of New Springs <laughs> Missionary. I probably just said Seal. one that exists, <laughs> right? Like I need to be this, which has happened to me, honestly. Which mm. has happened to I think staff mm. at churches. Um, I'm I'm not in my calling until I have pastor title. Right. I'm not in my calling until I uh, finish my credentials because mm-hmm. then I'm then I'm I'm notable notably educated right. Right. in this realm and like this idea of like 
that we could put our title in to anything else mm. um, is so dangerous. We lose the fact that like, no, like we're all our identities in Christ. Our, yeah. our titles don't matter. He's not looking for, right. for what that is. And, and, and I even think through like people who think their callings are, um, ah, that can't be what I'm supposed to do. Cause I'm actually not good at that. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if you knew that God, I'm not actually good at that. Right. So I'm not good at bringing Christ into my workplace cause I'm really introverted. So God, you must not really want that for me. Right. And that idea of like, well, I, historically God has, has made a really great habit of picking people that suck at doing exactly what he needs them to do. Right. I've had um, that one bite me. Yeah. Like that whole idea, like, Oh God, I can't, I'm not good enough. It's yeah. like, yeah, well that's going to show him off yeah. even more. Right. So you keep on thinking you suck at that and doing what God asked you to do. Like it's going to blow people's minds. Wait, you did that? Wait, you do that? Like you care about that? I didn't pay you for that. I thought you hated people in general. Like, you know what I mean? Like that whole <laughs> yeah. idea, like, yeah. yeah, I just, I just act like that, but I actually love people. <laughs> but this yeah. whole idea, like when our identities in Christ, we, we stop, we take out, oh, I'm a, I'm a campaigner in the per- 16 personalities test. I can't do that. That's not what I'm, Yeah. Know. no, whatever, whatever Jesus is calling us to, whatever God's calling us to, we walk in, in the identity yeah. of, of Christ. I think mm-hmm. that's really important. How did that bite you in the butt? What did you? Oh, I just, I disqualify myself all the time. Mm. So like. Come on, Charlotte. <laughs> yeah. And this is for you. Yeah. <laughs> it is. <laughs> it really is. Hey, she's sitting in the podcast itself. Yeah, hey, you can you do the podcast? <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm, I'm not good at it. <laughs> I'm not good at talking. <laughs> I'm not, but that's something I do like for talking. I, one of the like biggest things, especially worship leading is I don't like to talk about things. Like Mm -hmm. I don't like to be the person to bring ideas and teach things. And I just feel like I can be affluent in talking. I've got a wide vocabulary and I'm pretty like, if I write it out, I'm good. But if I have to go in front of people, I I will automatically just freeze and I go and I just black out and I take that and I just say, well, I'm, I'll never be able to be on stage and I'll never be able to say something. But at the same time, like that's discrediting what God can do. And I, that's something I've had to work through this year and trying to just say, all right, this is where you've put me. I have to do this at some point. So it's just going to have to happen. It's going to have to be by the Holy spirit to just get through it. Can you tell me about a time that you went into it thinking, I'm going to mess this up or I'm not going to do this well. And God just glorified himself through what actually ended up happening. Yeah. Actually the first worship night that I led, it was here in Dover. Um, I'm not joking. I was shaking the entire day, like Sunday morning, like 5am hits and I'm leaving my house and I'm just, I'm, praying the entire day. I'm just saying, I am not ready for this. I'm not prepared for this. I haven't been doing this long enough to know what the heck I'm doing. Like I don't have the skills needed. I don't feel prepared enough. And I already knew like all of, I knew all the songs. I was there making the set list. I was there thinking about the teaching moments and just at least kind of knowing what was going to be talked about by Pastor Nate and what was going to happen. But even then I still felt like unprepared. And I just said, the only thing that can happen at this point is for you to make a move, God. Yeah. And mm. it, it happened. And yeah, it was absolutely. honestly, I remember that night. yeah, it was, it was a good, like 
moment to just say, thank you, Jesus. Like, just thank you for being there. But yeah, at right. the same time, it's like, I still, it'll come back every once in a while where it's like, okay, you, you've seen this happen before. You can, you can see it happen again. That's good. That's awesome. Hmm. Pastor Steven, what about you? You ever have a time you just thought, man, because it's me, I'm going to botch it. Probably not. You really, you're pretty sound and like, I don't mean this in like a stuck up way about you. You're, you're pretty sound in your identity. I feel like, you know, God's got you. You've been through a lot more than most Americans. (laughs) 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 I'm I'm just saying, come on. Oh boy. I don't know about that. I don't want to, I don't want to make any comments on that. (laughs) You're dreaming about being a missionary somewhere else while you are currently a missionary in New Hampshire, technically. Yes, but sir. Either way, you're, you're it's just, it's funny you you told that exact same thing. Um, me and my wife talked about it like two weeks ago. Exact same phrase. My wife said, "Wait a said. minute, we are missionaries." <laughs> <laughs> we always like we we're like, yeah, uh, we want to go to India, Africa, and then all of a sudden we'll hit that point. We're like, wait a minute, we're like, not from New Hampshire. <laughs> You're not from here. Like we are missionaries to this place. Why don't we think that way? Like it's so weird. Yeah. We're like, oh, that is right. We are not from here. It's just maybe it's because we we did our uh, college here and we've been right. here for like seven years now. Yeah, you know. So Feels we're like, like you are. Yep. So and missions, <laughs> like you you don't stay. You do and come back to your base yep. and then get ready for the next, you know, next phase and things like that. But uh, I think, uh, you know, for the last 10 years of my ministry life, I think I'm, I'm pretty solid in my, in my identity yeah. with Christ. Uh, because Which is of great. The, I think that's good for people. Yeah. To learn because from. of the things that I learned prior to it leading to where my decision was taken to yeah. follow Christ when I was 21. Yeah. You know, uh, so that moment, you know, I had a secular job. I left for ministry. Yeah. You know, like I said, no, God, I don't want to chase money. I want to chase after you. Mm. And it was just an awesome experience to know uh, because. Even now, we live by faith, right? We live by faith. Uh, just one income coming in, but our m- needs are met. Yeah. Like I was telling Plymouth, like I never experienced like this, like someone buying me a car. Yeah. Like how on earth, like I'm not from here, you know? Like how on earth, like people get to do that mm. like why because god speaks to their hearts to you know do that you know pastor nate was talking about the uh, owner of hobby lobby like yep. he gave millions that's his ministry he does not preach he does not do anything right but that is his ministry his that ministry. is his ministry and i just think about how you know when you when you be faithful, like he just shows you different ways, yeah. like yeah. creative ways that I never dreamed. I never, ever dreamed in my life, like I'll be blessed in the U.S. with a car, like zero payment, 
It's just one. Yeah, the way it's he just provides. One. Yeah, yeah, it's just one. But, so good. You know, just being solid. I, I think uh, it's been pretty good journey, you know, going back and forth and learning from it. Now, I'm not, one thing I'm not scared is to try and fail. Right. I'm not, I'm not scared to do that. I'll fail and learn from it and just move on. So, yeah. And I like what Pastor Nate last said. Uh, I think this is so important. The church is my team. Mm. A lot of people don't even think, right? Don't even register in their hearts or in their mind. Like the church is a team. Yeah. Uh, for a lot, it's just Sunday morning, get out. Right. You know, uh, some people, it's, it's life. You know, it's life. But I think it's, uh, you know, he even said our call is too big to do it, to go alone. Yeah. You know, yep. it's too big, uh, you know, and you need, you need the church to back you up uh, with everything, not just giving, not just like praying being there for people, spreading the joy, uh, bearing one another's burdens, you know. Uh, talk to me about that. Like, how does it changes? Oh, it's my okay. turn. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> uh, how important is the church and the team, the people around the church in 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 your life? You asked me that question? Yeah. Sorry, like, I thought you were making a point. Um, well, for me, it's very it's very big, right? The, the entire reason I I started being at church was um, God's father to the fatherless, family restoration. I, mm-hmm. this, these are things that, I, that I needed um, at the time when I, was, when I was 18. You know, and I remember, and I, I was able to talk about this a little bit with... Um, with Tammy, who's who's our admin here at the Dover location, her um, daughter um, just got married to Pastor Colin, um, and she was talking about like I can't believe people stayed to clean up after this wedding, right? And I told her about this time, like when I really realized that the church was my family and the church cared for us. Haley and I, after church on Sunday, just asked our like um, bridal party, could you stick around after church? Um, we're going to clean up. We're going to set up the tables because we have our Saturday wedding and blah, 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 all this stuff. And then probably maybe maybe 20 more people stayed than the people we asked. One guy who's a great friend of mine um, who he ran lights here for a long time, went and rented lights for my wedding out of his own money and set them up at every table, did all this stuff. I didn't know about it. Jeez. He just came in came in with all these lights. Wow. Like, what is that? He's like, oh, I'm going to do these pin spots over every table. So it looks really cool. All this stuff. And I just remember sitting in front of the stage, looking at everyone running around, getting all this stuff done. And I just sat down for a minute and I looked at Haley. I'm like, oh my gosh, this is our family. Like this is, these are our people. They love us. They care for us. Like we asked 10 people to stay and we have this like 30 people setting up for us. And that I was just hooked on the idea of church. Uh, This is my people. That's awesome. From then on out. And um, that's just been a big, a big piece that I've always loved and a piece that I've always wanted to give back. So I'm not, I'm not the most useful at event plannings. I tried really hard to be useful (laughs) for Tammy, um, (laughs) but I'm not that useful. Um, And so (laughs) either way, I always want to provide that for people like, 
I do. How can I be a part of it? And so church is huge for me. It's my entire life. Mm. You know, um, I love, I love our church. Mm. I love the people of our church. I love being a part of a church. And um, I, I think we, it's not boasting about restoration, but I think we do such a good job in maintaining like all of the new guests and, you know, just reading through their comments and stuff like that. Yeah. It's just automatic. I feel like family. That's, that's the initial, yeah. yeah, you treated me as a family. Like it, it was so welcoming. And, yeah. You know, Because for us, like, it's not, it's not a career path for us. Right. Right. It's never been a career path for me. Right. This is, um, I'm compensated to only care about this. Like, right. it's, it's not my <laughs> yeah. career. And, and so it's, I'd be doing this whether I was the pastor at Dover or not, because I just love the people here so right. much. And, and I love being a part of it. But I think we're probably running low on, on time here. Um, Do we got any book recommendations, podcasts, anything we want to talk hey, through for people? Yeah, you were talking about Right Now Media. I didn't know if you wanted to sound like you Just had the, the whole resource. Thing. Right or now not, Media, but, no, go there. Um, <laughs> yeah, Right Now Media does a conference that's that's centered around this message, which just goes to show how much there is about this topic. Yeah, there's I think four of them total. Four conferences they have, and this is like they invite a bunch of people out. You can pay for tickets. They advertise it in Right Now Media. This is like their big push called a work as worship conference. Um, we just watched one at planning retreat that honestly made me want to get back into a full-time job in a secular yeah. job. I, I watched it. I'm like, Oh man, yeah. I really want to get back in. because it's almost a luxury. We lose being full-time ministry, <laughs> um, which I know people listening to be like, Oh, okay. I'm sure. But <laughs> it is. Um, but all those conferences are really well, um, are really well taught. And most of the time, actually all of the time, the speakers there are people like Pastor Nate was talking about. They're yes. people who work full-time jobs in other, they work for Google, they work for Facebook, like full-time executive jobs, but view themselves as a as a, a priest in, mm. in the Christian faith right. for their people first. And so any single one of those messages yeah, they're all good. would probably be great if this is something that you guys wanted to dive more into. Yeah. So I mean, that That's one's awesome. the greatest. Yeah. Sweet. Well, we are gearing up. We got a few more weeks of Kingdom Builders. Woo. We have Miracle Offering coming up soon. The 13th. The 13th. We got Christmas We have service. baptisms coming up oh, this yeah, week. We got baptisms. Um, wow. And just the conversations with some of the people that are getting baptized um, I'm really excited for baptisms. Yeah. Um, I love Christmas services. It's yeah. so much fun. So there's a lot of really fun stuff happening. Um, so yeah. Love you guys. Thanks for listening to the podcast. We got good stats the last. Yeah. We've, this was our second highest month of viewers slash listeners. And yeah. just two weeks ago, Nate thought we had five listeners. Ouch. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, thanks for listening. Um, enjoy your day. Yeah, enjoy your day. Get around.